Hello and welcome back fellow riders on Bus Talk, a podcast about work-life issues which crowd our minds each day. Myth-busting into reality, Bus Talk shares stories, anecdotes, observations, some tips and tricks to better your work-life balance or lack thereof. Simply put, it's a straight talk to help you cope with various work-life situations without having to reinvent the wheel. And yes, there is a lot of traffic, so it does take time. We go slow, steady and at our own pace. If this is what piques your interest, you're on the right bus. So sit back, turn up the volume and enjoy the ride. I'm your host GB and you're listening to Bus Talk. In today's ride, we must talk about Thanos at work. Right. Think of Thanos, right? Big, burly, the best of all villains of all time. But hang on. Why does Thanos get so much of footage in the first place? He's the villain after all. The bad guy, is he not? Have you ever stopped to wonder why villains have a backstory? It's because the writers want us to relate to them. They want us to know their side of the story or their truth. But then it contradicts the hero's truth, isn't it? So why is the hero's truth the right truth and the villain's truth the wrong one? Or are they asking us to marvel at the conflict which arises because of these conflicting truths? Similarly, at workplace, for every truth you believe, someone has a counter-belief, isn't it? How many times have you got into a nasty argument at work? I'm guessing plenty. From simple things like deciding on a common restaurant to have lunch, to more complicated ones like a perhaps a nasty boss or a backstabbing colleague. It's their truth versus your truth. So who is the real Thanos in such a situation? I mean, seriously, what do you do when you're caught smack in the middle of two conflicting truths? Will the real Thanos please stand up? You know, to understand this better, you need to realize three things very clearly. In the trinity of truth, number one, truth is temporary. Number two, truth is plural. And number three, truth is discovered. And so friends, in the trinity of truth, let's first understand why is truth temporary. To understand that, let me give an example. If you wore bell-bottom trousers today, so if you you know, went and bought yourself a bell bottom, you know, those ones which have a broad bottom near the near, near your ankles. They are known as the bell bottom trousers. So if you wore bell bottom trousers today, the fashion police would perhaps arrest you. It's not today's truth. Simple. However, if you went back to 1975, you would see Amitabh Bachchan pull it off like a hot knife to cheese. It was 1970s truth. So what is the moral of the story? That the truth is time-bound. And that is the first learning from the conflict of truth. 
that truth is a function of time. What is true today might not be true tomorrow. So if you are in the middle of a conflict, what you need to realize that this too shall pass. I know you already know that, but you have to remind yourself that what is seeming to be an absolute truth today may not hold good tomorrow. And therefore, you need to build your mental resolve to last the distance. That's the subtext of this truth. And so in the trinity of truth, the second one is a bit more complex. Let me explain. First, the truth is plural. Truth is plural. It's not singular. Yet the most common view of truth is that it is rigid. It's fixed. It's undeniable, undisputable, hence true. And it's beautifully highlighted in many, many examples. But the one that really catches my attention and I love, love it quite a lot is, you know, rendered by the Sufi poet Kabir, Sant Kabir or Kabir Dasji. And in the Doha goes something like this. Again, this is not completely accurate, but forgive me for that. Uh, but here is how the two lines, Doha's uh, go like. Kabira ek kuwa hai, pani bhare anek. Kabira ek kuwa hai, pani bhare anek. Kabira kuwa ek hai, pani bhare anek. Bhande mein hi bhed hai, pani sab mein ek. And I'm going to try and attempt a loosely translated gist of the story, not literal translation. It goes something like this. Kabira is like a well. Many fill water from that well. Kabira is a well filled with water and many fill water from that well. Whatever be the shape of the well, water is the same in the well. Or no matter what the shape of the container is, the water in it always remains the same. That said, my version of truth is slightly different. Like I said before, truth is plural. Truth is fluid. It changes with each well and means different things to different people. And if majority agree to believe in one particular point of view, then it is the new definition of truth. There is no absolute truth. There is no singular truth. It's plural. Truth is like a double helix. It is a function of time and mass consensus. It shifts periodically and if viewed from different angles, gives a different and a varied perspective. And so people have so many truths, each being right and wrong at different points in the helix. Now, I know you're getting a little confused, so let me simplify this. When Caesar, Julius Caesar, when Julius Caesar was the king, it was Rome's undisputed truth, isn't it? When Caesar died, it was Rome's new truth. When Brutus became the de facto lead, it was Rome's new truth. And then when Mark Antony changed the crowds against Brutus, it was again a new truth for Rome. So one situation can lead to multiple truths 
and its definition changes with the passage of time and mass consensus of that particular time period. In one moment, you're considered the victor and in the other, a traitor. Truth, therefore, is defined by what the mass majority tend to agree upon. And history is replete with such instances of mass consensus where truths changed over time. Think of Earth being the center of the universe and sun revolving around it. For centuries, it was the core belief system. It was the absolute truth. And look how that turned out to be. Or the more recent murmurs of the flat world phenomena. Yeah, there are a bunch of people, I'd say growing number of people, who believe that the world is not geoid in shape, it's actually flat, and that we have been treated like mushrooms all this while, you know, kept in the dark and fed with bullshit. Well, who knows? Tomorrow, if the majority start to believe it to be true, then it will be the new truth, wouldn't it? That the earth is flat, it's not round. Well, like I said, somebody's chicken is someone's burger. And then finally, the third part in the trinity of truth. The truth is discovered. It's not invented. Think of the local commute to office. What do you do? Put on your headphones and listen to music, isn't it? The music gets you ready to resume the battle you left pending at work yesterday. It's like a energy booster, if you will, or a calm jasmine tea, whatever your truth serum is. You're hooked onto it. As you walk by the car park and head into the building, the music continues into the elevator, where you carefully avoid eye contact with those watching you enter with your bundle of truth. Perhaps similar to their truth, or maybe totally different. Well, they want to know the truth as well, so they check you out. If you fit the description of the truth they have, then ease prevails and the prying gaze is off. However, if your truth is different from theirs, then further inspection is initiated. So you see, you discover truth at each step of the way by your action. You don't invent it. And all this before you even have said hello at office. And so friends, at the root of a conflict, there is a strong truth which differs from your strong truth. However, the one truth which prevails is the one which does not rely on anecdotes or assumptions. It strips assumptions down to the lowest common denominator. Binary if you like. One or zero, yes or no, true or false, dark or light, Thanos or Iron Man. So the next time you land in the middle of a conflict, zoom into the facts first, which are universally accepted, that is within your universe, immediate universe, has a mass consensus within your universe, and then present the facts without shades of sarcasm or rhetoric. Chances are, if you have done a thorough job, it will be a truth hard to ignore. Now, word of caution, in this pursuit of absolute truth, remember there will be days of bad debt. Someone's anecdote will trump your truth. Thanos' story will prevail from time to time. 
But now, truth has made you wiser. And so you know that though Thanos is powerful, his truth does not last forever. Well, that's all for now. I hope you had a good time listening as much as I had sharing these thoughts. And if you did, do tune in to the other episodes of Bus Talk. Yes, you could share them on Facebook or Twitter and with especially those who might appreciate similar content. And if you need to talk to me or reach out to me, you can use the Twitter handle hashtag Gyanban, spelled as G-Y-A-N-B-A-N, one word, or email me on gyanban at gmail.com. Again, spelled as G-Y-A-N-B-A-N-N. Be sure to tune in next week. There is a fascinating episode coming up for you. Till we meet again, stay safe, be well, and bring your A-game to work. Ciao. Thank you.